Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Purdy Insurance. Visit Purdy Insurance on Market Street in Sunbury or visit online at purdyinsurance.com. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Right to left as we see it on that near hash. First and 10, their own 48. Clifford wants to throw. Goes back, steps up, clean pocket, long and deep down the middle of the field. Dotson's there, got it, touchdown, Penn State. Takes it back to pass. They rush three. Steps up, has time. Looks downfield. He'll throw it. He's got Theo Johnson. Hurdles to the 40, 45. Breaks a tackle midfield. Villanova 48-yard line. Sean Clifford made that play when it looked like he was going to run. He pulled up and threw it. Snap back. Delivers downfield. He's got Washington 35. Parker 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Penn State. Parker, Washington, 52 yards. You want to talk about a perfectly thrown ball and the ability of a receiver to reach out and get it. They rush six. Back down the middle. Washington adjusts to the 40, 45. Parker, 50, 40. Far sideline, 30. Lambert Smith in front, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Penn State. Good snap put down. The kick by Stout is up, and the kick by Stout is good. And a break. Goes back, blitz by catcher, steps away, down he goes. P.J. Mustafer will get the sack. Catcher set it up. It's fourth down. Yeah. One near side, too far side, and they want to set up a screen. It wasn't there, so Clifford has to keep it to the 50. Now throws it to Lambert Smith, 30 near sideline, 40. Keandre, 45, 50. There he goes. He is gone. 30, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Penn State. They take a broken play and get 83 yards. First and 10, Penn State, 34 trips near side. Back goes Smith, fires down the field for Boykin, knocked away by Castro, feels picked off by Brown. Jair Brown to the 5, 10, 15. Brown tripped up at the 19-yard line near the 20. Tariq Castro feels deflected it. Brown gets his second interception of the year. Two left, two right on third and 12 at their own 44-yard line. Smith takes it. They run a stun. He's got trouble from Ebikani, and down he goes. Arnold Ebikani with the sack back at the 33-yard line. Washington and Strange. Lambert Smith far side. Love it to the right. Takes the snap, back to pass. Steps up, waits, fires in the end zone. Parker Washington, touchdown, Penn State. Tyler Warren to his right is Strange. Motion. Dotson, it's Warren up the middle, lowers the shoulder, powers his way into the end zone. Touchdown, Penn State. Oh, yeah, there you have it. Your 4-0 and now number four ranked Penn State. Nittany Lions after that 38-17 win taking care of business against Villanova Saturday at Beaver Stadium. Welcome everyone to the Steve Jones Show. Matt Catrillo here with you. Steve will soon be there from the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And online 
at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Kia, Hyundai, pre-owned inventory, great service department and excellent sales staff. That's all at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. And today's show, every Monday show, brought to you by our good friends at Purdy Insurance. Steve, big, big dub. Good to see you as well on Saturday. It's good to see you and Alex were there. Yeah. That was great. Boy, a lot Alex of fun. Told some, Alex told some really interesting stories about it. I saw it's, <laughs> it's different. Sorry. Uh, so. I'll tell you what, Steve. Uh, that was my first time in the stands. It yeah. was loud to begin with, and I know it's just Villanova. I just couldn't imagine what it was for Auburn two weeks ago and what it's going to be like for Indiana. That was it. I can definitely tell when you say everyone's more relaxed and everyone's just out there just having fun. You can tell that throughout as you walk throughout the stadium, and obviously, especially in the student section, it was just a tremendous atmosphere. No, I mean, it's, I've talked about this many times about Penn State football as an event. I mean, you're talking about seven events a year, which makes a big difference. Um, I mean, seven events a year is, you know, it's, uh, you know, you get to the parking lot. I actually saw a couple of people before the parking lot, uh, in the parking lot before I had to go out and, and do, I had to do something on Facebook Live with uh, Mitch Gerber, which I do every week before the game. You know, it's just two minutes. Uh, and so, I don't know. I decided to leave the house. It's a noon game, and it's been two years since I've had to drive into a noon game with traffic. So I had to be on with Mitch at 9. He wanted to be on at 9.16. Okay. So, you know, I'm looking around. I said to Kathy, I said, you know what, I think I, better, I think I better leave at 8. I said, I just don't know what the traffic's going to be like. So I leave exactly at eight o'clock, and you know, in the two-way pattern still in effect, it doesn't go one way till eight thirty. Right. I'm driving down Atherton Street. I'm like, okay, so far so good. Go through, go past College Avenue and Beaver Avenue. Right. Okay, so far so good. I get up with the line in. I'm like, okay, so far so good. There's a little few cars there. Okay, fine. And I make, you know, slowly make the right turn around, and I'm going down and. I'm still going, and I'm still going. Yeah, the traffic light, okay, fine. It's still going, oh, the traffic light, okay, fine. And also, I'm in the parking lot of the stadium. Yeah. <laughs> it's so early. I'm sitting there like, it's 825. I'm listening to the Ryder Cup on the radio. I'm sitting there like, that took nothing to get here. <laughs> and actually, for there. me, too, we came in at... Well, I saw you right before you went went inside, so we ran at eleven, and actually we came in with no problem for the most part. I mean, I, I mean, I was expecting like, okay, we'll get to a point because everybody's trying to get into the parking lot, the whole deal. I thought it would take, I really thought it would take me forty five minutes to maybe an hour. You know, that way I could still be there at nine and uh, I can get over with a relative ease. That was the plan. It's twenty five after eight. <laughs> I'm looking around, think. Okay. Well, that's why I decided to go over and visit a couple of friends in the parking lot before I went over to see Mitch, because it just didn't take long to get there. Uh, this week is a 7.30. It took me longer to go in for a 7.30 game for Auburn when the traffic is staggered all day. Now, I will admit, 
with all due respect, I'm not saying I know how to direct traffic, but there were more goof-ups in front of me with traffic. I mean, like goof-ups. You know, people not knowing where to go, people turning around, you know, being, you know, having to ask questions. Stop. I mean, I, I sat on Park Avenue for about 25 minutes, and I'm looking ahead of me. You know, you can see down the road, there's no traffic up there. Like, all three lanes are wide open, and I'm sitting there because the people are confused. People are had to turn off in a certain area. Other people had to turn around. <laughs> and then I finally get to a spot. This is for Auburn, not last week. I finally get to a spot, and the and the whomever's directing traffic stop. I'm like, stop. That's all I've been doing is stopping. <laughs> it's like, don't you have an obligation to let the line move a little bit? <laughs> it's all you've done is stop us. I just sat there and thought, I'm in good shape. It doesn't matter. I just sat there and thought, this just isn't, this part isn't fun. This week, I expected all sorts of, hey, look, just be patient, the whole deal. I breezed in like it was nothing. I was like, okay. Well, hopefully but, next week will be the same way. Yeah, we'll see. You know, I'll, I'll leave the same time for the 730 game like I did the last time. So, you know, see how it goes. The problem is people not knowing where to go. Like, oh, goodness sakes. You don't know where to go? Come on. Love it. <laughs> I know where I'm going. Let me go. <laughs> All right. Um, Football-wise, uh, I think I, I prefaced it. Uh, I think I asked the, the right opening question. I said, uh, you know, winning isn't easy. You won. Uh, but was it a win that had a lot of teachable moments for you? All right, and it did. I mean, look, there there are teachable moments. And look, where I mean, where do you need to be better? You need to be better. We all know running the football, and they have the personnel to do it. Okay, you just have to be. Your execution has to be better. Simple as that. Are they, do they have a capability of running the ball? Yes. Does the execution to run the ball need to be better? Yes. You work on it. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's the linemen, the tight ends, whatever. All together. I mean, the coordination of all that, you need to have, you know, everybody doing their job. So you do need to be better there. James is the first one to tell you that. Uh, field goal game. Yeah, it was a 53-yard field goal, but he's he, – Jordan's – Good enough to hit that field goal. We all know he is. He's kicked. He's kicked how many fifty yarders in his career? All right. So you want to make sure you get more consistent in that. You're going to be facing a team in Indiana that has a place kicker. By the way, is seven for seven. Okay. Uh, the next part, you know, yeah, you want to be better in every phase. Continue to get more tur- turnovers. No, was your Johnny Dixon? You know, I mean, Johnny will be the first to tell you he can't believe he dropped that one. Now, the other one, the first Jair Bryant interception, which didn't count, you're telling me that's roughing the quarterback? Uh, yeah, that uh, was Jack, atrocious. 
Jack and I didn't really say anything about it. It was one of those like he grazed him. Like he grazed him. Like, okay. Like, and we didn't say anything about it. There was no need to say anything about it. And there's no need to say anything about any call in that game. But he just kind of looked around and went, really? Okay. They also came close to a couple of other picks in the game. So, I mean, that's what James is talking about. Keep winning that turnover battle to go with, you know, and they ended up one for one in this game. And the one Sean threw, that absolutely wasn't his fault. He threw it right to, boom, pitch and catch to Keandre Lambert-Smith, and Keandre botched it, <laughs> essentially. Hit him, fouled it, boom, kept it in the air, and then Villanova picked it off. Okay, yeah, that happens. That goes on the quarterback's record, but that's one of those pitch-and-catch plays. You only can't throw it any better, and that's the way it goes. You want to at least get through the thing clean. You didn't get through it clean. But if, you know, for the thought process of taking lightly, you can tell if a team is, like, mentally in the game or not. And one of them is penalties, you know, false starts, things like that. Penn State didn't have any of the false start penalties. Didn't. Yeah, and I thought I thought that was a plus out of it. You know, you're the prohibitive favorite. You're expected to win. You won. Okay. Now the next eight weeks are going to be a grind. Starting with Indiana, it's just going to be a grind. And as for Indiana, they won on Saturday night. Talk about a grind. They won thirty-three thirty-one. How often have you heard me say, you know, winning teams make winning plays. Losing teams make losing plays. But enough of the Giants. Uh, <laughs> uh, Get the lingerie on the deck. Call the janitor. All right. Losing teams make losing plays. We'll talk about that with the Indiana-Western Kentucky, Western Kentucky game in a moment as we continue on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by our great friends at Purdy Insurance. The weather is getting cooler and the leaves are changing in central PA. Hi, this is Season from Purdy Insurance. If your current agent is falling short, it's time to give Purdy Insurance a call. We're a local, family-owned, independent agency ready to find the right insurance to fit your needs. You can call us at 570-286-5855, stop in our office on Market Street in Sunbury, or head to our website at purdyinsurance.com to find out what we can do for you. Herbert to throw toward the end zone. Mike Williams caught. Touchdown, Chargers. Fist bump from Keenan Allen. Four yards. Herbert to Mike Williams for the second time today, and the Bolts go up six. This is Josh Lewin on the Chargers Network. Um, they did a survey today. As nobody in Los Angeles noticed. Um, it's a shame. Uh, good win for the Chargers. And the Chiefs are now 1-2. and two. So, um, very quickly, winning teams make winning plays, losing teams make losing plays. So, Indiana's playing Western Kentucky. Okay. So, you're in that... Uh, I'm watching this game. You know, for obvious reasons, I'm watching it. And it's not like Indiana's not making winning plays. Penix played, played well. Stephen Carr played well. But but Western Kentucky's playing at home, and I give them credit. I mean, they, they've got pace and tempo. Which, by the way, you notice Penn State did not play use tempo on Saturday. Did you notice that? Didn't do it. 
Western Kentucky, their entire offense is based on tempo. It's like go, 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 go. All right. You can wear a defense down with doing that. And Western Kentucky executed a lot of their stuff really well. Late in the game, they decided, you know, early in the game, let's go to the first half, okay? Losing teams make losing plays. Chuck Campbell comes out to kick a 52-yard field goal for Indiana. He has not missed a field goal all year. He kicks it. It's short. Wow. Western Kentucky's going to get the ball at the 35-yard line. Nope. Lined up offside. Okay, here's a hint. Look down to your left. Oh, there's the ball. I better back up. No. Losing teams make losing plays. And they lost the game by two. And he was short on the first field goal. They go to they move it up five. It's a forty seven yard attempt. Campbell makes the field goal. Good. Late in the game, fourth quarter. All right. Now this was a coaching one. They had a fourth down and one. Now, look, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you, you know, like what I would do. Remember, I'd be 0 and twelve. Okay. I'd be 0 and twelve. But they decide in a fourth and one with that offense not to go for it and play the chess game at field position. Okay. All right. All right. I see what you're trying to do here, so I get it. All right. So they punt him. They, they pin them down deep. Now it's third down and 12 with their own five-yard line, so it looks like this deal about the field position thing is going to pay off. They rush. Okay. How many people do you think Western Kentucky rushes in the play? Two. They rushed two guys. Two. And dropped nine into coverage. Two. I mean, the Indiana offensive line looked like the WWE. They were just tagging in to see who blocked them next. And Penix, who had been really struggling with pressure the entire night, had all day, all day, all day, finally hit Endershot, kept the drive alive, and helped put the game away. It said, like I said, losing teams make losing plays. Remarkable. Hey, by the way, Lewisburg, big win, huh? Very big Sealens, win, yeah. Sealands Grove, big win. Yep. And Jersey Shore ran the suit out on a rail. Correct. Plus they won the plus they won the game. <laughs> Phenomenal. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Yeah, I hear that one commercial and I just openly ask the question, yeah, you know, just to ask it. Did the acting lessons for the suit pay off? I actually think they did. That's one of my favorite commercials. Please don't tell me this whole thing would have been witnessed for years as an act. See that? I don't know. I think, to his credit, a lot of the stuff just naturally happens. (laughs) Um, I think that's part of the reason why the the lessons worked. (laughs) That's so what has made him a beloved figure. You see, he's a beloved figure. That's right. Yeah, beloved. Yeah. Did you get, I hope you get a chance 
to go to NBCSports.com and Football Morning in America and Peter King's column. And the reason I bring it up is NFL Films did a piece about Peter's journey through life and sports writing wouldn't have been the same without his father's influence. It's six minutes. It's really, really well done. It's a letter he writes to his father. His father passed away, unfortunately, decades ago. Now, maybe it's more meaningful for me because I had met his parents several times, and his parents are terrific. And his his father, by the way, was a heck of a left-handed pitcher. I mean, was a heck of a left-handed pitcher, as a matter of fact. But I hope you get a chance to, to, to watch it. And if you go on to NBCSports.com, to Football Morning in America, it's part of his column, and it's under number nine, where he says he thanks NFL Films, Tachman, and, and Bridget Rogers for being kind, thorough, and professional, allowing me to pay tribute to my dad in this way. It was just, it was really cool. And Peter did a great job with it. They did a great job of filming it. And so if you get a chance, I hope I encourage you to see it because, um, I don't know. It's maybe it's a little maybe it's a little different for me only because you know I had met them a few times, um, but yeah, it was really cool. And uh, I did text him that, and he sent me a nice text back. As a matter of fact, about it. Uh, NFL Films does some special stuff. They really do, and they have a, they have the ability to take a lot of topics and. They have the ability to make them see it. so many things, enhance them beautifully. They do. Great job. Uh, coming up on the show, uh, tomorrow Greg Pickle will join us. Jerry Dulac will join us. Wednesday's Dave Zagaro will join us. We'll have Neil Kulong on Wednesday. Uh, we're also going to have Rich Scarcella on the show this week as well. So we got a lot going on on the show and getting you ready for Penn State, Indiana, Saturday night, 7.30 in Beaver Stadium. The Eagles play the Cowboys tonight. The Steelers story is one... Boy, there's a lot of things I want to get to today. So, I mean, I do want to get to the college football part at some point, too. Because it's amazing that a lot of, quote, big-name college quarterbacks have really... um struggled to this point and a lot of people have been you know seem to be talking about name image and likeness and things like that and I think there's a few other reasons that are coming into play here for the criticism of these people I'm going to get to that in a moment the Steelers yesterday they're banged up no doubt uh, Highsmith out uh, Bush out T.J. Watt out. It's amazing how having no training camp, you pull a muscle. Hmm. I wonder, has that ever happened before? Oh, yeah, a lot. Uh, but that's okay. Well, I'll tell you I'll tell you what didn't pull a muscle. Direct deposit. All right, so, but when you're making $27 million a year, you're going, you are susceptible to those comments. At $27 million a year, you're expected to play every down. It's the way it is. But he didn't play, and the Steelers, for the first time in 75 games, did not register a sack. Joe Burrow didn't have to throw the ball a lot. But when he did, he was effective. 
And Jamar Chase, who had drops in the preseason, is not experiencing any drops in the regular season. He's been terrific so far. But the issue now points toward the Steeler offense and Ben Roethlisberger. Late in the game, down 24-10, to 10, the Steelers faced a 4th down and 10 in Cincinnati territory. It's obvious you have to go for it. And Ben Roethlisberger did something that I expect a young quarterback to do, something I expect Zach Wilson to do, something I expect Daniel Jones to do, right? A young quarterback. He dumped the ball off to Najee Harris. What? And this is something I complain about all the time when I'm watching games. Why are you throwing it underneath to make the completion when you need to get the ball downfield to a receiver and get that mark? And I see this in young quarterbacks all the time. They look around and go, well, at least I completed it. Run the punt unit out. We're done. It happens all the time with with some of the young quarterbacks in the NFL. And Roethlisberger, of all people, did that yesterday. And you sit back and say, what's going on? I know their offensive line is a mess. But that's a, everybody knew going into the season the offensive line was not going to be a strength of the football team. Everybody knew that. They still can't run the ball. They got Najee Harris, still can't run the ball. Would they have less than 60 yards rushing yesterday? I think. Still can't run it. Defense has to carry the day for them. They had three starters out. Now they got Green Bay at Lambeau. Wow. Eagles will play tonight. No Brandon Brooks tonight. No Mylotta tonight. Big problem. Meanwhile, Lyle Collins, talk about big problem, he's going to be out for a while. He gamed the system. The NFL won't tolerate that. He's going to be out for a while. Matt, though, completely confident about tonight's result. Eh, I did pick Dallas. (laughs) There's a reason for that. Well, once again, loyalty does come into play here. <laughs> the only spot I'm worried at tonight was left tackle with Andre Dillard face, or filling in for Mylotta. I think that's going to be a major problem. Not having Brooks doesn't help either. Uh, no, but I think Landon, Landon, Dickin, Landon Dickinson is servable. Yeah. And I th- I thought he had a pretty good I-, I know he criticized himself last week in the media, but I thought he did pretty well just going in there. So I think with a week of practice, I, I think he'll be fine. I'm not too worried about him to be honest. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um So that is tonight. And you can expect a heavy dose of Micah Parsons probably off the edge tonight too. If they can control him, they can yeah, they'll give themselves a shot. In the ball game. All right, so now to the college quarterbacks. Well, okay. Before I get the, yeah, I'll get to do the college quarterbacks first, then I'll get the Kayvon Pope of Ohio State maybe in the next half hour. A lot of people are now focusing on name, image, and likeness when it comes to Spencer Rattler, DJ 
Uyunglele, Dierra King. We're all off to mixed starts. How about that? Rattler, who, by the way, Spencer Rattler last year was good, but he wasn't great. And oddly enough, so far early in the season, Spencer Rattler has been good, not great. So I'm, I'm starting to ask myself, is maybe that's just who he is? I mean, people catch on to your game. And when they catch on to your game, you have to adjust. The question is, has he adjusted? But the Oklahoma-West Virginia game, guess what's the one thing about the Oklahoma-West Virginia game I'm not hearing anywhere? Matt doesn't have the answer. I'm not hearing anybody saying what a great great game West Virginia played. The focus is so much on Oklahoma. They're supposed to blow them out. They're at home. They're supposed to run. Guess what? The other guy has players. This is why winning's hard. West Virginia owned the line of scrimmage, especially their defensive front against Oklahoma's offensive front. West Virginia owned that real estate. Changes the game. You can't run the way you want. You can pressure the quarterback the way you want. Nobody gave West Virginia any credit for how they played. Road environment, go in there. I mean, the Oklahoma fans are booing their team. Really? Winning's hard. But now let's get to some of the reasons why I think, and this is something I've talked about before. Oklahoma was a 16-point favorite going into the game. They won by three. I'm telling you, as time goes, if it's analyzed properly, people have got to realize that the venom on social media and potentially some venom in the stands is not directed at name, image, and likeness of the money players have the ability to make on the side. It's going to be directed at the players because you're costing me money. It becomes exponentially more personal when you have cost me money. Oklahoma, for example, didn't cover. Didn't even come close to covering. But this is where, for example... I've never once gambled on anything. It's just not my. It's just not my nature. You know, part of it is I'm probably too cheap. <laughs> but it's never. It's but gambling has never interested me. It just hasn't. All right, just you know, it's no interest in it. But for some people, you know, a little, little added thrill with it. That's fine. I again. Well, I'm not anti-gambling. I'm just saying I don't do it because it just doesn't interest me. It's like I don't play fantasy football. I have no interest in it. Matt's on eight teams. That's kind of a lot. It's kind <laughs> used of to be. Today, I actually took it? the year off myself this year from playing. Oh, no wonder you seem so calm. Uh, but I don't care what anybody does with their money. It's your money. But it's called gambling for a reason. 
Okay? For example, Spencer Rattler did not lose people money the other night. You lost money. You gambled it. (laughs) (laughs) Whose fault is it? His or yours? It's yours. But who's going to get blamed? Him. And I'm using him as an example here. Clemson's had problems. Their offense hasn't been great. They've been just staggering to begin the season. Miami King, coming off that ACL, hasn't been great. They're staggering. By the way, top 25 teams to begin the season, preseason top 25. Do you realize in the preseason top 25, nine of those teams have two losses after four weeks? Matt doesn't think I show up to the show prepared. (laughs) Oh, but there you go. That's because there's more balance right now. And after last year, I don't think after last year was a gauge to let anybody know what anybody had this year. Last year was so different, so strange, so staggered, so cloistered that I don't think anybody really knew anything about anybody coming into this year if you based it on last year. And of the top 25 teams, which a lot of times it's based on last year and how many starters you have coming back, nine of the 25 have two losses after four weeks. Remarkable. I just feel over time that the gambling aspect of it, I don't care if you put down 10, 50, 100, 200, whatever it may be, when when money is involved, emotions get higher. Social media gets a little more bite to it. Message boards have more of a bite to it. Comments to talk shows have more of a bite to it because it became personal the team lost me money. Well, they won the game. They lost money, my money. And that, that that's the one concern I have about it moving forward. It doesn't mean I want to see it change. I don't, it doesn't matter to me about, again, I don't gamble, so it's not my money. I don't care. But I think that you'll see that the comments that are made about said game, said player are going to have more bite to it because of the personal nature of the money aspect. Uh, You may have seen in the Western Kentucky game wide receiver D.J. Matthews. Good player. Transferred from Florida State. Uh, good player, by the way. Uh, unfortunately, on a punt return, hurt his knee. It's a torn ACL. He's out for the year. And sorry to hear that. I mean, he's just a. You know, I hate to see that happen to any player. But that, you know, that's the latest on for them. They they confirmed that today. All right. Take a break. 
I'm back with more in a moment. Great to have you with us today. Brought to you by our good friends at Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Summer. Go to purdyinsurance.com. Here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way? The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. I think the good thing about that win was not only did the Steelers feel that, everybody in the country felt it because the last plays of the game for them, they gave up. You could see it. They had three drops in a row, and that's for a team to see that is giving us more power, giving us the the, the, the antidote to know how good we are, you know. So for a team to just lay down like that when the, before the game is over because no matter what, no matter how much we're losing by or whatever the case may be, I know me and I know us, we're not giving up. We're going to continue to try to make plays and make something happen. But they portrayed it to to the whole uh, nation on TV with what they were about and how they gave up. So, I mean, we just got to take advantage. Tyler Boyd of the uh, Bengals, former Pitt player. I think with Clariton, I think is where he's at. Good player. In what probably is an honest moment. <laughs> so. Clearly. Hey. It's one thing that... I feel like it's so often so many press conferences have become scripted or muzzled. And all of a sudden, a guy does something. Like, well, what about that one? What, what guy talked? All right, they'll they'll play again later in the year in Cincinnati, and guess what? Everybody will remember he said it, and it'll have absolutely no impact on the game. But everybody will make a big deal out of it the entire week. I know you think it has a big impact, and everybody they were going to practice harder. Well, I don't think it was smart of him to say that, but that's just me. You play. Yeah, you play. So you think it motivates the heck out of the other team. You sit there and go, yeah, okay. Well, it's hard to say right now because they don't play till later on in the year. It's because if one team's out of it, one team's in it, then I don't think it really matters. But I don't know. It's just hard. It's, we'll have to see when we get closer where both teams are at. Again, I just look at stuff like that and go, you know what? So what? He said it. Big deal. Oh, that's going to be motivational talk. It's like, yeah, yeah, okay. You don't execute, you're still going to lose. (laughs) All right. 
Kayvon Pope out at Ohio State. Shocking.